We're counting the sleeps here on the country to the FMG Young Farmer of the Year Grand Final coming up in Timaru late next week, the following weekend. We're continuing our series though on Old Young Farmers of the Year and I'm going back to 2009 and a bloke by the name of Tim O'Sullivan. And Tim, I was just doing some reading online about you this morning just to rekindle my memories and you know what stuck out in my head about you? You were the rugby player. How are you Tim? Good to chat again after all these years. Oh good Jamie yeah how about yourself? Yeah. I'm getting old and I'm having difficulty remembering all the young farmers and all the events I've been to because I know that you won in Palmerston North and I'm thinking to myself I think I was a judge uh, in the speaking or one of the events up there but I just couldn't put a finger on it but you seem to reckon I was floating around there somewhere. Yeah no you were certainly involved yeah judging yeah and um some of the evening show events, yeah, yeah, no, I clearly vividly remember that. Yeah, now the, the the thing that stands out about the 2009 grand final was you were a first-time finalist, but interestingly, all the other seven finalists, or, or all seven finalists, including yourself, were competing for their first-ever national title as well, so you were all in the same boat. Yeah, I think that was one of the first years ever where all uh, finalists were first year. Typically, uh, one would be sort of second year round. I think you can have a crack at it two years, but not three. I can't quite remember that, that detail, but yeah, I think that's the way it went. Yeah, you could only have a crack at it two years uh, yeah. for the grand final, and it was the first time in 15 years that all seven finalists were competing in their in their first grand final. You beat a guy <laughs> by the name of Richard Copeland by just four points. I know Richard because he was the representative for Otago Southland. Yeah, he's actually farming not far from us down, uh, down in Central. Yeah, and I see a wee bit of Rich, yeah, yeah. Back in 2009, you were working on a 1,000-cow dairy farm. You also co-owned a company specialising in irrigation and effluent pond liners. What are you doing these days? Uh, yeah, we sold out of the irrigation business, which was based in Ashburton, Canterbury, um, but farming down central, yeah, so 600-odd hectares, predominantly irrigated, um, sort of heavily focused around wintering. So, yeah, mixed age, cull cows. Uh, beefies and a wee bit of specialist crop being carrots for seed for Midlands out of, out of Ashburton, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You wouldn't grow carrots in central Otago. <laughs> well, yeah, for seed they go pretty good, so they're biannual, they're going in February. They uh, grow vegetative in the autumn, get vernalised in the winter, then uh, sort of bolt in the spring. So we're sort of growing a, growing a biannual crop in 14 months, so they go in February and come off the following April. But tend to go pretty good in central, uh, just good sort of heat, sunshine and good access to water now, so yeah, they seem to go pretty well. Well, sounds like you're going pretty well in central as well. Did you get sick of milking cows? Uh, no, that was just the family farm sort of converting to dairy at that stage, so it was... Uh, I wasn't actually physically milking myself, but um, yeah, my older brother... His wife uh, uh, bought into that operation and remain there as we speak. So, yeah, we were another two or three years in McKinney after that before we headed south in 2015. So, been sort of down here seven years now, yeah, eight years. I note that back in 2009, you paid tribute to a two times previous grand finalist, Nick Webster. He's a good rugby man, player, and referee out of North Otago. He helped, helped you a lot in your preparation. 
Yeah, he was involved in the competition a couple of years ahead of me, so we sort of helped him out. We were fleeting together at the time, and he sort of repaid the favour. So, yeah, have a wee bit to do with that. Um, fleeted, fleeted with Matt Uni and so forth, and so we've been to do with him today. Yeah, he's he's based out on Maroon now, him and his wife Kate. Yeah, yep. Back in two thousand and nine, you won ninety thousand dollars in prizes. Have you still got any of those prizes <laughs> left? Have you kept? Did you get a Ute, or were you in the days of getting a four wheeler? That was the Santa Fe, John by Santa Fe days. Um, I don't have any years ahead there, had a good run out of it. Uh, but yeah, I think everything else has been well and truly consumed, I would think, yeah. And good just, prize money though, yeah. Uh, well, it's, gr- it's great money if you can get it, 90 grand. Well <laughs> worth the effort, and I know you put a lot of effort in there. Just a final word on the rugby. How Did, did the rugby career continue on after that? Oh, wasn't much of a career there. Um, yeah, we we paid through to about 2016, I guess, towards then, and I was about three years old on the coach, so that was well and truly time at <laughs> <but> that. <laughs> time to hang up the boots. Tim O'Sullivan, yeah, look, it's was, been it's was. been great rekindling all these old memories. And 2009, it doesn't sound that long ago, but it's 14 years ago. Going on 14 years, yeah. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Great to catch up and good luck are to you, all. Yes? Are you heading to Timaru, Jamie? Well, I would love to head to Timaru, to be perfectly honest, but I've got an offsider here who's swanning about in Scotland oh. at the moment, so I've got to stay home and do the hard yards. <laughs> I, look, Tim, I think this year's grand final is going to be an absolute cracker. There are so many interesting backstories with all seven grand finalists and goodness knows who's going to win that one. It's going to be a boomer. Hey, thanks for your time. Got to go. No worries. Good on you. Thanks. Bye.